Yeah. All right, y'all. Welcome back, man. This is a little, a little clip, man. Me and Chance, uh, we still talking real quick, man. He brought up a, a good topic that should have been on the main episode, bro, because uh, a lot of people don't even know. I don't think a lot of people watch that documentary on on, on uh, Netflix. It's man. It's been out a while. It's been yeah. out for a solid minute. If you want to let the people know what documentary it is. Yeah, I think it's called Devil at the Crossroads. It's on Netflix, and it's about Robert Johnson, who is honestly, if you really think about it, it, I mean, if you watch the episode, you'll understand that he is the father of rock and roll music. And honestly, the father of real blues music, because blues music originated, I mean, just watching the documentary, you could tell it was like, oh, they tried to say that blues music uh, started in the church. But really, it started in the fields of Mississippi is really how that shit started. And it was just, man, a crazy ass thing about somebody who some dude who just all he wanted to do was play that fucking guitar. And he was an average at best guitar player, you know, and then he come back fucking after a year and a half later with seven strings. Like, he, huh? He went missing or something like, look, they just came. Yeah, he went. He went, uh, they said a year and a half, they didn't see him. And he went, from what the story is, is that he actually went back to his hometown where his dad, his biological father came from and met a man who was good. Because he went through, I'm not going to spoil the whole, you know, documentary for everybody because there's a lot of in between there. But he just went to some guy and taught him how to do it. But the myth of the story is that that man sold his soul to the devil mm-hmm. and the devil gave him back his guitar and said that, you know, see, the, once you take this guitar, the part that made that interesting about that is the thing about the 20, the, the people who uh, died at 27 years old, he was the first person like the actors, Jimi Hendrix died when he was 27. Um, a lot of these hmm. actors and superstars died when they 27. And he was like one of the first ones and said, oh, he sold his, they say he sold his soul to the devil. And then that was a theory that when a lot of these actors pass away at 27, let me Google it real quick. Well, while you Google it, I will say that apparently the reason from based off the documentary that I could say this is that they say that a lot of people or the reason why they said that that's the devil music is mm-hmm. because the men weren't in church. Mm-hmm. The men were hanging out at the, the jukes, the they called them the yeah. jukes, the juke joints back then, you know what I mean? And yeah. hanging out and gambling and playing guitar. And that's where the the preachers and the pastors had said that's the devil music because they were making money at the jukes and not at the church, you know what I mean? So that's kind of how that turned into that being the devil's music and everything. Amy Winehouse, uh, Kurt Ooh. Cobain. uh Ooh. Kristen Raff, Jimi Hendrix, like I said, uh, Brian Jones. Um, let's see, Jim How Morgan. old was Little Peep when he died? Who? He was younger. Little Peep? Probably younger. Fredo Santana? A lot of 27-year-old deaths. Yeah, man. I mean, just he, Amy, Amy Winehouse. God damn. How old was Selena? Damn, hold on. Damn, um, Bosky. I don't know if you ever heard of the uh, the painter Bosky. Oh man, hold on. You said Selena, cause 
I know that I know that that was an inside job, as far as I know. I'm not. Yeah, that lady was, oh, she was 23. The lady who okay. killed Selena, she supposed to get free um soon. Hmm. They supposed to let her out, but I know like they supposed to like she like supposed to be protected or something because. But no, but Robert Johnson was literally the innovation of what actually made blues go mainstream. And it was a funny thing because the man came back after missing for a year and a half and came back with an extra fucking string on his guitar and went from being a mediocre guitar player to a fucking playing a guitar like how you would play a piano, which was kind of unheard of in those days. And here's the thing, too. Like a lot of people listening to this probably wouldn't understand. Like you can go back and listen to Robert Johnson uh, right now. And you'll be like, what the fuck is this that I'm listening to? But you got to take it in the context that this is 1939, dog. This is before any of those sounds that you hear that man play on the guitar ever were heard before. Like he was the first person to do it. I've been on a, I've been on a big kick on it, man. I'm not going to lie, man. For man, the last probably 24 I, hours. Yeah, because I, I, I came across um, the Robert Johnson then. I, I stumbled into the Muddy Waters. And mm. listen to his his story. Um, man, the day I I don't know how the hell I got there. Man, I listen to crazy stuff on Apple Music. I don't know how the hell I got there, but I was listening to um, God dog. He was right there with uh with uh with Elvis, Jerry yep. Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. Yep. I listen to yep. Randy, Randy Travis sometimes. Uh, I like his gospel music. He got some good good little gospel uh, old songs, country songs, and. But uh, yeah, I was listening to them old dudes, dog. Like that Robert Johnson kind of got me, dog, because I was like, bro, dude, uh, that was he, different. He came back and killed the game. I, I um I was listening to Joey Diaz. He talked about on one of his episodes how Rodney uh, Rodney Dangerfield. You remember Rodney Dangerfield? Mm. Yeah, he yeah. Took a, he took a year off of comedy and like went back and like went and worked the job and then came back and in that year he wrote a whole bunch of like one liners and he. That, hey, what am I doing here? Yeah, that book of one-liners helped him throughout his career. He just read off that book of one-liners he wrote in that year. And he was Rodney old. Dangerfield is a goat, dude. Shout out to Back to School, one of the first ever comedies I ever watched in my life, by the way. Uh, Dang, love Rodney Dangerfield. Wow. <laughs> in one of your episodes, you was talking about an old movie, man. You had me rolling because you was talking about uh, the dude that plays Brendan Fraser. <laughs> The one dude that he gets. <laughs> Brendan Fraser's fucking goofy cousin, bro. Yeah, bro, because he is. <laughs> bro, bro, he ain't been in another movie ever. He's basically just Brendan Fraser's fucking stunt double, essentially. Yeah, George of the Jungle 2 sucked. You know what I'm saying? That was Brendan Fraser's fucking goofy cousin that did that shit. I forgot all about that dude. Did I Google <laughs> it? I was like, what the fuck? Bro, I'm like, I was yeah. at work laughing, dog. I was about laughing out loud. We're, fucking, we're like, we're recording the podcast. Taylor's like Googling the images. And I'm like, he's de- I'm like dead ass, bro. He's the same fucking guy. Like, he's just less talented. Like, he's the fucking same guy. Yeah. For uh, facts, dog. Them old, them old movies, man. Uh, I used to watch like Weird Science back in the day. You remember? You ever saw that movie? Weird you know what? I, I watched like about 30 minutes of Weird Science when I was a kid, but I did not get into it, dog. Like, I could just, it was. See, that type of shit, when you ask me, like, what got me into podcasting, that's the type of shit that my mind used to just go crazy over. 
like you can build like when I was in high school and I found out about like MySpace and MySpace first came to be about I was like yeah. so you can you can go to this one place be who the fuck ever you want to be be do whatever the fuck you want to do and then like with weird science how they created a girl so you can go in there and find any type of girl you want to on this internet it's a fucking crazy ass place make this woman yeah Dude, I don't even want to tell you the type of woman I'd make. Yeah. Damn, man. She it. She know how to cook. I know that. <laughs> um. <laughs> Brent, Brent, hold up, bro. You had speaking of that shit, though. You had me rolling about the, uh, the uh, a good female know how. You'll know if it's a good female. She know how to clean a refrigerator out. Bro. <laughs> bro. Don't know the female know how to do that shit, dog. I ain't met one yet. That understands the fucking dairy goes in one part, dog. The juice goes down here. Raw the milk, meat you know, at like, the bottom. Yeah, oh, at the that. bottom. You want to defrost the raw meat, you put that at the bottom. If not, leave it in the fucking freezer. Put it in the goddamn sink, dude. Like, man, you can go check that out. That's fucking Rocky Spot Clips for you right there. Brought to you by Crooks and Scholars. <laughs> but that fucking, that fucking still irks me to this day. I got to go rearrange my refrigerator right now. I ain't talking, bro. Well, I'm a good thing, man. My wife, she buys like containers and stuff. She watches uh these TikTok videos and on that. And then she goes and goes buys them. I'm like, hey, go do what you're gonna do, man. As long as I can get my water and my uh my drinks out if I need to, then yeah. don't touch the beer. Beer goes there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's a smoke clip, man. We just want to stop in through you real quick, man. Come on. 
I'm standing at the crossroad, baby. I believe I'm sinking down. 